Oh, hello. No sign. Oh, Christ alive. That's because I'm like, I when you said thumbs up, I kind of thought that you meant like, I'd have more than like three seconds to get my shit together. Normally, thumbs up is when you're all ready to go. Well, yeah, but you should know better than that. You're right. Boobs, pardon me. You're the special me, case in all the world. Anywho. <laughs> I'm here. I'm put together. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you're listening on audio, you don't know what the fuck just happened. Um, I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus, who is giving me shit. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of giving shit out for free, this is AEW Dynamite, and Tony Khan gave us a lot of shit for free on free TV. Like, holy fuck. This was a full-ass Dynamite. Yeah, that's a show. <laughs> do, do you know what we're watching? I mean, at this point, I'm so caught up in the excitement. I forgot. But we got a new title, the All-Atlantic Championship announced. We had a Casino Battle Royal. We had, uh, w with an unexpected winner, we had Buddy Matthews versus Pack. Which was packed full of excitement. <laughs> uh, we had Will Ospreay and Aussie Open and Aaron Hanare show up. Um, we had <clears throat> Hangman Page versus David Finley, which was very fun. Um... Adam Page announced he's challenging Okada for the IWGP Championship, but then Adam Cole might be throwing his hat in the ring too. I think it's I think AEW set themselves in a position to where um they're not sure who's gonna win that match at Dominion. So if Okada wins, they have Adam Cole lined up. If they if Jay White wins Hangman's lined up. So either way, they have a challenger. Um, but in addition to that, we got announced for next week a triple threat tag team ladder match for the AEW tag titles. We also got Marina Shafir versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Championship. And we got Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley to go to Forbidden Door and challenge either Harugi Goto or Hiroshi Tanahashi. Chock full of shit. Slapping it right in your face. So what do you think of that yeah. title? Um, first of all, I was like I I was shocked that we got this brand spanking new title and we didn't have at least a week of buildup of Tony saying, I've got a big announcement. Yeah, yeah. Because normally that's what we get. Yeah, this, uh, this is definitely no going to be super exciting. It's like if... I, I think the case here is... Because um, it's the All-Atlantic title, meaning it's like an international title. 
the, the tournament happening is between people of all different countries, and then um, it's going to be a fatal four-way at Forbidden Door uh, for the title. Um, it's probably a title to be brought over to, like, AAA, New Japan, um, and, and other places to just be defended. Yeah, is... spread the good gospel of AEW far and wide, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's another title to add to Miro's collection, because he's 100% winning that, that title, that Fatal 4-Way. Yeah, um, there's no doubt about it in my mind. Yeah. Um, um, that's that's yeah. it of the, uh, the the little nutshell of today's dynamite. You want to talk about some news? Yeah. Um, let me get my sign up. Um, our cat has decided that I am not allowed to move this chair in inch because she is laying right in front of the front of it nice and i was like oh good god forbid anything shifts and the cat is squished she just wants to be that's on you rest that's on you punky oh what a baby um all right the news the news the news the news um, let me just try to open the news. Um, fun fact: you were right about why Pat McAfee wasn't at Hell in a Cell. Sports thing? No, everyone agreed that it was stupid for him to come out for one match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because SmackDown only had uh, Corbin versus Moss. So yeah, why? Um, so let's start with some WWE news because there's not a ton of news tonight. Um, we already talked about Thatcher going to Noah, which is one of the more interesting pieces of the news, in my opinion. Um, however, um, it is official that Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz are officially on NXT. Hell yeah. Yeah. They, they will be treated so much better than they were on the main roster. They're going to actually be able to wrestle. And Apollo's dropped his gimmick, so now he's just like Apollo. He's Cruz, still got the, the walkout, guy. though, which is cool. Yeah. The, uh, the walkout looks really nice still. Um, also, I'm not going to report on the news that Edge is injured because I'm pretty sure that's fake. Or like kayfabe. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but um, there are rumors that apparently um, apparently they want to go in a more supernatural direction, according to Fightful. Um, they were they were looking for a more supernatural vibe and apparently Edge didn't agree. Um he was opposed to it and um there were a couple hours before raw some reports that there was going to be an edge finn something or other um so i guess that finn's joining is supposed to 
turn him heel and make it mystical. I mean, the, that explains why it felt so sudden. And there was nothing in the episode leading up to it. Um, yeah. But as far as it being supernatural, if that's where they're going to go from here on out, could be interesting. The last supernatural thing they had was Alexa Bliss. And her... Her supernatural moments were the worst parts of her character. Yeah. Um, but they could have a fiend. The fiend was cool. Bray Wyatt was cool. They were just booked very poorly. Yeah. Um, but the one moment we did see a supernatural stuff of Judgment Day was when Damian Priest vanished from the ring. And that was very poorly done. Right, that was bizarre. And if that's where this is going from here on out, then I I don't have much hope. But Finn's got kind of a Midas touch when it comes to things. He's very good at stuff. He's good at stuff, but he has no sway in booking, probably. Yeah. Creative. They were like, oh, people are associating you with Bullet Club too much now. Ma we gotta do something. Imagine instead of Judgment Day, they called it Judgment Club. <laughs> next, next Monday, they're like, hmm, it's almost like we're some sort of club. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, if you could just leave. Thank you, ma'am. Um, Kat has finally decided that sitting right there is not her best choice. Um, also, apparently, in some more WWE news, the WWE is no longer including Stephanie McMahon in production emails. Yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff going on with that right now, apparently. It's like a whole succession kind of vibe. Like, we might have been playing up the succession aspects of this whole Vince Triple H situation, but now that this Stephanie chapter has been added to it um it it only makes it feel more like succession yeah like like she was like forced out apparently or like he was completely against um what she was doing i don't know does that make triple h tom Tom? And who's Cousin Greg? Cousin Greg is a uh, road dog. <laughs> Be nicer to Cousin Greg. <laughs> Cousin Greg might be soulless, but he's sweet on the outside. Who's Nick Khan then? <sighs> Nick Khan's like, I don't know his name, but he's like the guy that's like always at... Um, Uh, the father's side. Um, oh dear, I don't know his name anymore. But oh, Frank. He's Frank. Um, Frank is always at um, Logan's beck and call, no matter what. The thing is, we know nothing about this whole McMahon situation, but I cannot wait. For somebody to write a tell-all 
or make some kind of documentary or the dark side of the ring episode on this shit like this is you're probably gonna have to wait till Vince is gone yeah honestly yeah probably it'll probably be shane writing it (laughs) or sean michaels but like (laughs) sean michaels writes as this passive observer and he's like today this happened (laughs) if they if they write a fucking tell all about this stuff or like glass door review or something I'm not much of a reader, but I would read the fuck out of that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, um, up until last week, she was included in these emails. Um, and the WWE chalked it up to housekeeping, which kind of makes sense. I mean... If I were to step away from my job, I don't think that they'd keep me in the loop on, like, company doings. Yeah, I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah. Um, but apparently, all of this comes from a Business Insider article where a WWE insider apparently said um, that Stephanie was to blame for the company's shortcomings in not hitting certain financial goals. Um, and Vince realized this and got rid of her. Um, now that's from Fightful as well, or not Fightful, sorry, Wrestle Talk as well. Um, I got some bad news. I don't think she's to blame unless she made Raw three hours long. Um, it, like, if anything, Stephanie's been, at least from an outsider's perspective, she's been really killing the outreach. Because we've seen her mingling with the GCW folks, she just got involved with fucking yeah. FaZe Clan. Like, she's she's extending her branches far and wide. Um, but we don't know the inner workings of WWE. We don't know, like, what the, these shortcomings are. All we can do is hope and pray that we hear about it all one day. Maybe Stephanie will open up, or Shane, or... Nick Khan yeah. or Road Dog. Um, but yeah, I, I, all we know is that what started as Stephanie leaving to be with her family, be more with her family and her husband who recently had a heart event, uh, it doesn't seem that simple now. Right. Seems much more complicated. Yeah, I don't know. It's rough, as they say. Yeah. Look forward um, to seeing where this develops. Yeah. Um, also, F- Finlay apparently is returning to the WWE main roster um, as a producer. Oh, cool. For SmackDown. Yeah. Good for him. So, he's back. Um, also, in sort of WWE news, um, apparently... Brian Danielson and Renee are going to reunite at StarCast V5. Whatever. I just read things. That's, um, that's the one that has Ric Flair's last match, right? Yeah. Wow. They got a lot um, of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, they only do every so often. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they, they haven't done um, it in a while. But yeah, it's going to be one of... Um, it's going to be an episode of the sessions, so... Oh, okay. I think that'll be super fun. Yeah. Um, 
And I believe our last piece of news is just that Kenny, by God Omega, um, was is undergoing plasma treatment for his injuries. Um, now, do I know what that means? Do I want to watch this video? No, I don't. Um, but there is a video um, from Life Med Institute. Um, the takeaway oh yeah go ahead i was just gonna say it's kind of funny that this video was posted um at, kind of like as an advertisement in a way it's just like find out how platelet rich plasma can be used to help with muscle joint and tendon pain give us a call today or visit lifemedinstitute.com to set up a consultation and then it just adds kenny omega it's not like <laughs> oh aw superstar fucking kenny omega comes to our institute for his injury repair no they're just like and there's this guy there's this fucking guy. Who is he? We don't know. It's like Brandon Cutler recording it. It's just from an episode of BTE that they pulled. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad the more that I hear about his injuries. Yeah, but yeah, you know? but I mean, thinking about it, most of his matches were with these injuries recently, like in the past few years, and he's had some of the best matches of all time while on these injuries so imagine a 100 percent. maybe he did say he wouldn't be 100 percent. so like an 80 percent kenny as opposed to a 50 percent, which he has been i can't wait to see what kenny pulls out of his hat once he f finishes recovering i just want to see him come back honestly yeah that's all i can ask yeah just imagine, like, all these new signings while he's been gone. Like, imagine him versus Buddy Matthews. Yeah. Imagine him versus... Well, I mean, there's no possibility he'll be at Forbidden Door, so... But imagine him versus Swerve. Him versus Keith Lee. Him versus uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to be sick. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Imagine Kenny versus Cesaro. Who? The Zazaro. Twitch streamer? Claudio, Claudio Cameraman. Claudio's Cafe? Claudio Castagnoli. Love that guy. Swiss. Um, so that's all so, the news? That's all I got. All right, let's talk about Dynamite. So, Dynamite. starting off Dynamite was the Casino Battle Royal. Now, we completely forgot what the rules were before going into this. Uh, but then, as an explanation, um, it is Royal Rumble rules, sort of. But instead of all coming out individually, uh, with the intervals in between, everyone comes out in suits. Uh, in groups of five, so starting with the, I think, clubs started, um, then the spades, and the diamonds, and the hearts, um, and then the joker. Yes. Um, so our first... Suit? Suit. Thank you. God, that 
Um, our first suit is Darby, Tony Nese, Daniel Garcia, Lance Archer, and Eddie. Um, mind you, only Eddie and Darby got walkouts um, of these five men. Um, now, let's be honest. Taking notes during a battle royal is actually very difficult, so just bear with me. Um, Eddie immediately pounces on Garcia while everyone else just kind of fucking stands there and watches, which I thought was really fucking entertaining. Um, Tony then, like, Eddie and Garcia kind of fall to the wayside. Tony thinks that he's teamed with Lance um, after sending Darby to the ringside. Um, but then Lance chokes Lance Tony. Darby gets back in, hits Lance with a skateboard, which doesn't do that much until it does do something. Um, and Lance ends up ringside. Then Eddie and Darby go at it because Darby goes after Eddie and Eddie's kind of just like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Um, and Eddie does not fuck around. Eddie launches this scrawny little twerp from coast to coast to coast. Um, then the next suit comes out and that's Ricky, Hager, Ray Fenix, Swerve, and Keith Lee. Um, it's just fucking Bedlam. Keith and Swerve are attacking Tony. We get a flying uppercut to Tony from Swerve. Tony just gets eliminated first by Keith. Um, and then Lance and Keith start teeing off on one another, and Keith is nearly eliminated, but he eliminates Archer instead. Um, then the next suit comes out, and it's John Silver, um, Takeshita, Max Caster, and the Ass Boys. They come out as a trio. Um, and then nothing really important, or no, not nothing important, but nothing of note happens because then it's like it was a while before 15. people got eliminated it was like 15 14 people in a ring at the same time and i was like this is a lot of people in the ring at the same time um then the next suit comes out and it's powerhouse hobbs bobby fish kyle o'reilly dante martin and wheeler yuda um and we get a thrust kick to caster from phoenix caster gets eliminated by phoenix Keith then eliminates the ass boys and then Swerve eliminates Keith because Swerve has gone full bitch mode. So um, fucked up. So fucked up. Yeah. They broke and up. And then the Joker comes out. Oh, sorry. And they broke up Keith and Swerve already. Yeah, that was really fucked up considering they were a fun tag team. Yeah. But... At the very least, I don't feel like this is like one of those things where they were just told by like creative that they were going to do this. I am sure that they had a say in it. Yeah. But that just means that I'm mad at Swerve and Keith. Yeah. Um, and then the Joker comes out, and I think everybody kind of thought that the Joker would be someone big, somebody new. I, I did not, honestly, because oh. this felt very like last minute. Yeah. Like no, that's that's completely fair. I had hopes but i think that's just because i've been jaded um and the joker's andrade um he comes out hager eliminates uh, yeah that egg sort of kicks off after, uh, oh boy i love talking words hager eliminates eddie it kicks off after the joker comes out um but hager eliminates eddie Gar and then garcia um not on purpose um uh, and then hager goes out um courtesy of wheeler yuda um, now, who do we think? Oh, John Silver. I wrote S I L E R. Um, John Silver gets eliminated by Hobbs. Takeshita is eliminated by Hobbs and Ricky. 
Um, and Takeshi posted on Twitter that he said that he needs some friends to help him. And I said, hmm. me? Um, then Ricky is nearly eliminated by Dante. Hobbs eliminates Dante. Then Ricky gets eliminated by Phoenix. Phoenix is nearly taken out by Swerve, but no dice. Swerve and Darby start going after Andrade. Bobby takes on Swerve and Darby only to get dropkicked by Swerve, who kind of like, he throws you a little bit because like he's like, he eliminates Keith and you're like, oh, he's a heel now. Like he's turned. And then he starts teaming with Darby and you're like, oh, he's not a heel. And then time goes by. Uh, Bobby gets eliminated by Darby and then Swerve takes Darby out. And then he's taken out by Andrade. And then it's Andrade, Phoenix, Kyle, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Wheeler Yuta. We get a DDT to Andrade from Phoenix and an arm drag and a stomp. And someone's got to fucking put like a, a, a balloon weight, a paperweight on this man. Um, he's just insane to watch. Um, and then he just, he, he proceeds to beat the piss out of Andrade. Um, Hobbs kind of takes issues with this. Um, he hits a spinebuster to Phoenix. Then Yuta takes out Hobbs. Phoenix is just like clinging on for dear life. Um, takes a couple teeth from Andrade, and then Phoenix is taken out by Andrade after a crucifying low blow. Yeah. Mid air, just flap. And I said, oh my God. Gotta be like one of the first mid air uh, low blows. I've never seen that before. Overhead Not once. Low blows. And I've watched quite a bit of wrestling. Um, then we get Andrade and Kyle taking on Yuta. Yuta eliminates Andrade and then uh, Kyle eliminates Yuta, which sort of took me by surprise because I sort of thought it was going to be Wheeler. Yeah. I, I thought personally it would be Andrade. He seemed like the biggest... Uh... The biggest uh, factor, I guess, or the biggest match for Mox. Plus, that would put him so that that would shoot him up higher than so much higher than he is right now, and to a spot that he definitely deserves, which is in the main event. They yeah. need to get that man in the title picture ASAP. Not the TNT title, the world title. That man deserves it. Um, but Kyle O'Reilly will later on fight John Moxley for a spot at the match at Forbidden Door. Um, but before that, we have a promo from Mox. He says, "For three years, I've been big. I've been big game hunting in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I've been blazing the trail with AEW. Funny how things work out. It's been a strange year. In January, I was gonna grab pro wrestling by the balls." Tonight it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. Wars come to life. Kyle, you're in with the wrong guy at the wrong place at the wrong time. Forbidden door belongs to me. A moment, three years in the making. In one foul swoop, this entire sport belongs to me. And then, off the cuff, we go back to commentary, and they straight up announce a new championship, the All Atlantic Championship. We get a whole video package for it. And basically, it seems like it's just it's an international title similar to what Stardom has. Hopefully, that's the case. 
and uh, Stardom has a championship where it can only be defended or it can only be challenged by people of a different nationality from the champion. Um, which, that's I think it's held by a Japanese person now, so it can only be defended against um, non-Japanese people. I think, at least. I don't know if, if she lost it, but... Um, I don't know enough about Stardom. Yeah, I gotta watch more. Um, so that's very cool. They uh, also announced a tournament bracket going on right now and revealed that Buddy Matthews versus Pack would be one of those matches. So it's gonna be four matches, four singles matches that will lead to the winners going to a fatal four-way at Forbidden Door. Uh, and I actually have the bracket here. I thought I, I thought I did. Oh. Um. But it's on one side. It's Malachi Black versus Penta Oscuro. Okay, here it is. Um, two wrestlers from New Japan. Now, because of how this tournament is, actually, I'll I'll wait to get to that until I mention the rest. Buddy Matthews versus Pack has already said, and then Ethan Page versus Miro. Um, and then the New Japan side. And since this is all people from different countries, probably be one person from Japan and one person from elsewhere. Which is very... Which New Japan has a lot of. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, one of them could be Minoru Suzuki. Imagine Suzuki versus Miro. That'd um, be scary. Now, as far as uh, not Japanese, not American competition, there's Jay White. Right, New Zealand. But I don't think it'll be him. I think he's got bigger fish to fry. He definitely does. Um... There's Francesco Akira, who just joined. I think if he join if he's in this tournament, he's gonna get squashed. Um I mean they could get an American, I think, because there's no Americans in this tournament yet, so maybe El Phantasmo. No, he's Canadian. Oh. That side of the bracket's still. And Ethan Page has, yeah, Ethan Page is Canadian, so it's not him. Um, uh, Aaron Hinare? New Zealand, I think. No. Aaron Hinare. Where are you from, Aaron Hinare? I have no clue. Aaron Hinare. No, not Henry. Hinare. He's from New Zealand. That's I accent. literally was like trying to think, and I was like, I can't remember if he's got an accent or not. <laughs> um, it's that mustache. He talks, and all I'm looking in is, is a mustache. Let's see. I want to see if there's a... God, there's going to be a lot of... Um, strong people. Maybe... I'm not sure the... Other Samoan. Uh, G.O.D. Samoan. 
Um, no, nope, they're the Tongan. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Tama Tonga is a Tongan American professional wrestler. Okay. Born in Tonga, though, so technically, one would be able to argue. Okay. Quite handily. I hope one of these competitors is Dick Togo. That would be amazing. You are just obsessed with Dick Togo. That's Get what Dick that is. To Dick Togo versus Miro. That's a big money match right there. And Dick Togo wins. Um, where's Hiromu from? Japan. Why are you asking? Because I feel like... He's from Tokyo. Yeah, he is from Tokyo. Okay. Um, Jonah is a possibility. New Zealand again. Well, yeah, but it's going to be one Japanese person and... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Jonah could fit in well. Um, could fit in real well. Imagine it's Leo Rush. How funny would that be? <laughs> Son of a bitch. There's also Robbie Eagles. No. He he did feud with Yuta for a little bit during the Super Junior. I don't care what Robbie Eagles is up to. Oh, they should have Taguchi. That would be sick. No, they need to have Taguchi and they need to have... Uh... Oh, why am I, why is his name fucking escaping me all of a sudden? Oh my god. He's literally, he's, he, he and Trent. Rocky Romero. Rapongi Vice. Yeah. Taguchi and Rocky Romero need to reprise their roles mm. as best friends, even though they kind of had a falling out. What, what was their tag team name? Teachers or something? Um, it was like something teachers. Yeah, I think it was the yeah. Super teachers. Um, um, I think we can safely confirm that one of the wrestlers is not Zack Saber Jr. because we already have an Englishman in uh in the tournament. Dude, wait! Isn't Danielson injured? Danielson is injured. <laughs> Might, All I wanted. Might be back for Forbidden Door though. Fucking better, man. It's a possibility. Um, but 100% Miro's winning that tournament. Like that that is there is nobody beating Miro. This title is just for Miro. <laughs> and I can't wait. Uh, maybe they'll get Titan. Titan's a possibility. Titan is a possibility, yes. He's on their roster page. Or their profiles page. Kenta. Kenta could be in it. Um, but anyway, we're 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 straying too far. We're we're talking too much about something that's guaranteed to be Dick Togo. Um So after that we had Buddy Matthews versus Pack. Okay. Um, also, it is noted that Danielson did get banged up during the um, 
anarchy in the arena match a double or nothing um but it is believed that he will be back in action for forbidden door hope so Ooh. hope so this man has been talking nonstop about wanting to beat Zack Sabre Jr.'s ass. <laughs> he deserves as much. Anyways. Also, it gives me my favorite pairing, which is a Gemini and a Leah. Chaos. Um, okay. So, it's really a war of attrition, if you will, for a lot of the beginning of this match. Um, a lot of lockups, a lot of scooching around each other. Pack's fucking around. Pack dives out of the ring instead of. It looks like he's going for like a tope suicida, and then he just kind of slides out, and it's like, Pack. Um. So yeah, Pack fucks around with Buddy for a little bit before tossing him ringside, brings him back into the ring, goes up top, gets dislodged by Buddy, um, and then he's put on the shoulders of Buddy, and you're like, oh my god, what kind of crazy shit is Buddy gonna do? Buddy then purposefully slips off the ropes, dropping Pack top buckle abs first, and I was like, oh. Not what I was expecting, but almost worse somehow. Um, we then get a tornado DDT to Buddy over the ropes. This was about um, after, during the commercial break, I think. I don't know. Um, and really, they're they're just so well suited for each other. It's like the same man fighting. It's like fighting your reflection. It feels like they're the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get some strikes to the already achy chest of Pack. He gets a few of his own on Buddy, and then gets an uppercut for his trouble. Um, he super kicks Buddy. Uh, he hits a pump knee, and then a Larry just sends Matthews to the ground. Buddy ends up getting up pretty quickly. He goes up top, um, or he's kind of placed up top, I guess. Um, Pack like goes for maybe a superplex, something like that. Instead, Buddy flapjacks Pack off the top, hits him with a sunset flip, and then a Liger bomb. Um, and that was nasty. That was a nasty little move. Oh yeah. Um, Pack is then put in the corner. He kicks Matthews, hits him with a, dare I say, poisonous poison rana. Um, in that Pack made contact with the ground when he was like already past the, like well beyond past the rotation. Like he landed like full chest flat down on the ground. I was like, damn, that's nasty. Um, Pac then goes up top, and you can kind of tell this was the moment I knew. I was like, oh, he's winning. Because he kind of goes up top and like takes like a little breath, and then he like hits the black arrow and wins. Good for him. Yeah, black arrow's super, super cool. But it's a shame we didn't get Buddy's finish because that is even cooler. What is his finish? It's that uh torture rack, like twisting kind of move. I I don't know how to describe it. Might actually be. I'll have to look that up. Um, Buddy Matthews. Let's see. Is it on his pro wrestling fandom page? Um. Well, there's the Murphy's Law, which is pump handle lift into Samoan drop or Death Valley driver. I think that's kind of it. Um, but he has another, another move called the Murphy's Law, which is a running brain buster. Two moves called the uh, Murphy's Law. Huh. Mm, okay. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, so after that, we had a promo from Eddie Kingston. He said, Jake Hager, you cost me a chance to be world champion. Uh, Garcia 2.0, whatever you call yourselves. Chris Jericho, I hope you're watching. I'm gonna, I'm still going to get you. Don't count me out. I see it's 30 sec. Oh, he's talking to the, the crew guy. <laughs> Don't count me down. I see it's 30 seconds. Uh, Jake, I want you on Rampage. I'm going to fight you. And he drags over the the crew a crew guy, PA or something, and says, now you can tell the truck I'm done. He's Eddie's the best. He's the man. He's so fun. Um, then we get Trent in the ring. And Trent says, I'm kind of bummed out. Today was supposed to be National Best Friends Day and my friends aren't here. Where are his friends? Where's Best Friends? Orange Cassidy's um, still with him. Well... Because Chuck is, like, of the disposition that he no longer has friends, too. And I think they're kind of, like, there's a disconnect that they need to maybe talk through. What about Chris? Chris is with them. Uh, Chris just, in the last BT, sent a knee into the gut of Chuck. Yeah. Wait, was, was, that, was, was that Chris? Yes. Doing the scary thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because Chuck... Popped out and said boo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Chris has been fighting them for a while. And they're still friends. But what about Orange? Orange hasn't done shit. I mean, this team desperately did need to break up, but like... It, it feels so unmotivated. Um, yeah, it, 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 it sort of just feels like, it, it's sort of like when you're in college and you've got a group of friends and then you graduate and just dissolves and you guys all move and nobody really gives a fuck to make an effort. Yeah. And then like a year later, you're like, Hey, I wonder what that guy's doing. Maybe when we used to like sleep in the same room. <laughs> Maybe when Danhausen was a part of Best Friends, he accidentally cursed the whole group. Maybe. Or just Trent. Because Trent seems like he's the worst off right now. I don't know. Chuck seems down bad. Yeah, but we haven't seen Chuck. We've only seen Trent's misery. Chuck could still be talking That's with true. Chris. Or Orange. That's true. Like, Trent's, Trent's down so bad that Rocky's not even hanging out with him. Rocky's busy. Sure, sure he is. Um, so he says, something else is bothering me. Me and Rocky had a match for the ROH tag titles. We didn't win, uh, but we didn't lose. Rapongi Vice deserves one more shot. I know you boys are back there. FTR, come out here and make things right. FTR comes out. Cash says, as much as this pains me to say, you're absolutely right. It doesn't sit well with me or Dax. We want to show these people we're the single best tag team on this planet. Dax says, Trent, if it, was, if it was to us, we'd come out here and give you a treat with these guys. Your partner isn't here. The problem you have shouldn't be with us, it should be with the guys who attacked us. Will Ospreay's bitch boys. And then the United Empire music plays. And then out comes, you think it's going to be Cobb and Khan. But no, it's Will Ospreay. Who seems to be uh, doing well and being healthy now after 
what was it a kidney infection Is that it? yeah man that must have sucked but glad, dude was like mad sick glad he's okay though yeah um but yeah he comes out doesn't say anything um but then aaron hinare and ozzy open come out and attack everyone will osprey joins them and it's just a brutal beat down before they do the little pose how do you do the how do you do the pose like something like that yeah something like that it's like no it's it's out because they do like the crown anyway i want to look this up knighted is it this gesture Okay, that's not what I... United Empire hands. Oh, it's like... No. Why, why is this such a horrible angle of it? Has nobody taken a picture of this? United Empire... Mark, you're missing everything that I'm doing. What? You know how you do it? Oh. <laughs> I don't think you appreciate me quite as much as you should. Um. Oh, so there's something about this chair, and it's been captured on camera a couple times now, where I lean back just right, and it sort of feels like I'm like falling in the chair, and I'm like... <laughs> Anyways, while you look this up, can I uh, do anything? I, I'm so close. I could feel it. Because they do it after every match. How does nobody have a picture of it? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry that we'll be here for the next 20 minutes. Whatever. I, I'm giving up. I'm giving up. <laughs> Stupid. How does no one have a picture of this? Well, um, as Adam Cole said, it's supposed to be difficult. We don't want just anybody doing it. <laughs> Um, so, then we get an interview with Undisputed Elite and William Regal. Regal says, Kyle, Kyle, Bobby, I taught you both many things, but this is John Moxley. He sends a shiver down even my spine. Are you sure about this? Are you, are they gonna miss you? Alright, he talks about their family. Are they gonna miss you? I'll be on commentary as I see you get your head cracked open. Uh, Regal walks out and Kyle says I've got all the momentum in the world right now uh, I beat Darby I beat the, the Battle Royal he beat someone else I can't remember uh, I came to AEW to fight the best in the world and fight for the title Adam Cole Adam Cole legit says you got this Kyle but I'm going to leave for commentary <laughs> he's like good job buddy bye yeah he's like peace I'm out uh, I have other things to do so then we get Hangman Page versus David Finley. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Finley's got a short hair now. No long, messy bun. Fine. Just fucking cry. <laughs> um, so it's very clear that this is a very different David Finley, by the way. Uh, this is not quite the david finley we're so accustomed to because 
Finley, pretty much to start the match, um, shoves Hangman. Like, shoves him hard. It's this. I'm so happy you figured this out. You know what's funny? I was getting nervous. You know what's funny? The picture I found isn't of any core United Empire member doing it. It's of TJP doing it. It's the only TJP is a core member of United isn't Empire. It's like a core member. Because the core members are like Osprey, Khan, Cobb, Hanare, maybe Aussie Open. That's what they want you to think. TJP's just out here losing Super Junior. Hey. <laughs> TJP <laughs> tried really hard. He got vaccinated, okay? He, he had a great match against Yuta. That was sick. Yeah, good for him. <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah, so Finley shoves Paige. Paige shoves him back. We get a weird sort of, like, pounce to Finley. And then a dropkick right on the button, as they say, to Mr. Hangman. Um, this turns into Finlay with a hammerlock on Hangman and then a shoulder tackle to him. Uh, Hangman gets free. And then Hangman just wrecks Finlay with a spine buster. Pardon me. Um, You're not pardoned. Thank you. Uh, he goes for the dropkick again. Uh, Finlay does, but Hangman dodges it, flattens Finlay. Finlay then gets dove out upon. Um, sending him skull first into the metal rail of the barricade. Fun times. Fun times for all. Um, David then dodges Hangman, and um, we get a chop block to him that basically, like, looks like it breaks his leg in half a little bit. Hangman sells it like nobody else. Um, and then I think around this time we went to commercial break, and Finley gets Hangman trapped in the apron, and is just wailing on him hits him with like a couple of headbutts and i was like i don't know this guy i've never watched this man before um this is an angrier david <laughs> um so we get a boot to the face of finley i guess like once jonah attacks your little brother then like all of a sudden it's like you lose a part of you um we get a boot to the face of Finlay as he goes for kind of like a little leg submission. Um, he then goes for the crossbody on Hangman. The Hangman catches him, hits him with the fallaway slam. We get a lariat to Finlay and a big chop. Hangman goes over the top rope onto Finlay. And then we get a big old powerbomb to David, but it's not enough to get the pin. Um, he goes for the dead eye, but Finlay lands on his feet, uh, kind of like shimmies his way over. Um, we get a big old backbreaker. No pin. Um, and then Finlay hits the uppercut, hits the crossbody successfully. But this time, Hangman holds on to him. However, Finlay reverses it with the inside cradle. Um, and then German suplex nearly lands Mr. Hangman high up on his head. But eventually, a lariat to Finlay is set in. And then we set up for the buckshot. That successful Hangman wins. Nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't any Bullet Club shenanigans. Especially yeah, with Juice Robinson. Because, like, Finley was kind of, like, a weird choice anyways. Because, like, if you're asking me, like... I guess I guess Finley is a pretty good representative of New Japan. Not fair. Um, it's just... It, he wasn't, like, my first thought when Forbidden Door came up. Just because he's been doing so... He was doing so much impact and then he was doing so much... 
um, strong, and it doesn't seem like the strong guys are being quite as featured. Well, you know, in this Forbidden Door thing, they, I, I guess the LA has been. I mean, they've got to hype up the show with matches, and Finley's a good guy to where he's not going to be on the main card having matches. But he's big enough to where he would be a draw and hype up the event. But he could also eat a loss to Hangman. Yeah. Um, but then, obviously, something does happen. But in the form of a promo. Yes. Um, so Hangman gets on the mic. And Adam Cole is pissed about that alone. And Hangman says... There's a lot I want to say about the AEW World Champion, but tonight is not the night. I wasn't in the Battle Royal, and it doesn't look like I'm getting a title shot anytime soon. But since that's the case, I remember there's not only one World Championship in pro wrestling. So the last Sunday in June, Forbidden Door, I want the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, and I want Okada. Uh, Adam Cole teaches us a little bit smartens up Adam Page, and he says, You have got to be kidding me. Are you that delusional? Okada might not even be champion. Maybe it's Jay White. But you didn't even think about that. Because you don't think like a champion. Newsflash, you aren't a champion. You lost, and I won the Owen Hart tournament. Meaning I've been on a roll, and nobody's going to stop me. If anyone's getting a shot, it should be me. Because I am the new franchise player. Your time has come and gone. Whether you or anybody else wants to admit it, AEW is all about Adam Cole, baby. So I suggest you stay out of my way. That's not cowboy shit. That's a promise. Oh, man. Either one of these matches, Cole and Okada, Jay and Hangman, even if it's like a triple threat, Cole, Hangman, and Okada, it's going to be so, so good. So yeah. good. Um. But I'm hoping Jay White walks out of Dominion with that title. I'm really hoping. It'll be the first time this title reign I've rooted against Okada. Um, yeah, I know you've already rooted against him. But we then have an interview with Thunder Rosa, and she said, I'm issuing a challenge for the first time as champion. But before she can issue it, Marina Shafir walks in. Um... Thunder Rosa said, do you have a problem? Marina says, I'd like to be your problem, and I'm asking you if you can solve me. What kind of fucking riddle is Marina Shafir walking in with? <laughs> it's like she's the fucking bridge troll in Monty Python. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Um, so then we have an interview with Wardlow in the ring. Wardlow said, "Welcome to Wardlow's world. I asked not to be to, not to take part in the battle royal. Reason being, CM Punk is our champion. If I'm not making him tap or pinning his shoulders, I don't want to get it. So heal up real quick, champ, because I'll be waiting for you when you get back. There is a title I do want, a title that few men have carried that brought a great amount of respect to it. But since then, there's been a few men that diminished it." And your mind went straight to the never open weight title. <laughs> Warlow my head fucking evil. <laughs> my head just filled with an image of evil and I was like Oh wait, he's not the uh, champion anymore. Well no, he just the way that Hangman said, like Hangman. Pe 
mean Wardlow? Wardlow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm stuck in the past. Um, the way Wardlow said that they had diminished it, it, it didn't sound like it was like today they were diminishing it. Had yeah. like they had done. Turns so. out there's a lot of title diminishing going on. Yeah. But I little did I know. I would pay good money to see Wardlow versus Evil, <laughs> or even Wardlow versus Dick Togo. I wouldn't pay any money at all. I would ask to receive money to watch Wardlow vs. Tamatanga. That doesn't sound like a good match at all to me, honestly. Because you know 100% Tamatanga's winning and it's gonna be bullshit. Wardlow, there's a chance he could beat Evil. And that would be hilarious. I would watch Wardlow versus Heel Tama. Just imagine Dick Togo coming behind Wardlow with a chair, and Wardlow just no sells it. Or he can't even like reach up to Wardlow's neck for the garrote. That would be actually really fucking funny. <laughs> now that I think about it, that would be hilarious. Show's wrench isn't strong enough for Wardlow. <laughs> the only thing that could that he hits him with the wrench the wrench bends <laughs> the only thing that's strong enough to take him down is a title belt pro wrestling's strongest object um so he then continues he says it's a title i've thought about every day i want the tnt title it's time for a change around here Scorpio Sky walks out, and he's taking his shirt off, he's ready to confront Wardlow, but Dan Lambert and Ethan Page run after him, stop him from getting in the ring. Um, Wardlow says, if your boy's got a bum knee, I've got all the time in the world. I'll wait until you're 110% ready. Um, and speaking of Wardlow, we had a promo after that from Mark Sterling, who says, you shifted your focus, but you don't understand the big words coming out of my mouth. And these people might not get the money they deserve, talking about his clients, the security guards. So you can face me in the court of law, or you could wrestle 20 of them live on TV in an elimination match next week. Obviously we know what he picked, because booked was Wardlow versus 20 plaintiffs. It was going to be so funny. I'm super excited for that. Next week is going to be so great. Because you got that, you got Ortiz versus Chris Jericho, you got the triple threat ladder match. It's going to be so great. Um, but after that we get a promo from the Young Bucks. Um, Nick says, oh no, Matt says, what was, what a week it was last week. In LA we beat the tag champs clean as a whistle, then we beat the biggest rivals ever. The Young Bucks are back, baby. We want our tag team titles back. But then we get some knocking, and the Hardy Boys walk in. And Matt says, you were talking about winning matches and that you deserve a title shot, but we beat you clean as a whistle. And then Jurassic Express walks in, and Christian does all the talking here, unfortunately. And he says, couldn't help but think you guys think you deserve a title match. You have to earn it. But you did pin Jungle Boy. When the titles are on the line, uh, things will be different. I'm throwing out a challenge, a match that put us on the map next week for the World Tag Team Titles: Hardy Boys versus Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express in a ladder match. That is gonna 
rock. And it's probably when Christian's turning on Jungle Boy. Hopefully. Say that every time. Yeah, I know. We keep thinking. Um, Literally, like, we're going to get to the point where, like, Christian's, like, holding a knife behind Jungle Boy's back, and Jungle Boy turns around, and Christian just hides, and he's like, whoops, and and then just... Jungle Boy's like, oh, a knife for me. Thanks! Um, Luchasaurus is just saying, they're like, (laughs) have you really not picked up on this yet? So then we get Marina Shafir versus Thunder Rosa. And can we talk about Marina's entrance real quick? You don't like it. I, mean, I like it. It's a good song that fits her, but you're never going to get a crowd popping with that music. You, the, you're not going to be able to hear the song when people are talking at, at a normal volume. It's like, yes, th- this would be great for like an indie show. This would be great if it was NXT. But in, in a big arena, I don't think it works. There's no, because like you had you had her walk out, and then immediately after you had Thunder Rose's walk out, and the contrast was so stark. Zoe Stark. I miss her. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> um. Anyways, so Marina starts smacking Rose into a corner after winning their long and intense lockup. We get a double wrist lock on Marina. Marina ends up getting up with a chokehold, though. Um, and Rosa kind of powers out of that. They exchange a few chops. We get a few short arm hip attacks, if that's what we want to call them. Um, basically, just Marina shoving Rosa into her. Um, then we get a snap suplex to Thunder Rosa. And um, some Larry to get to Marina against the ropes. Um, we then get a drop kick to the spine of Marina. And then the, the entire chest just shoes and i was like oh Oh, jinkies oh yeah um then rosa hits a sort of modified death valley driver to marina and um where i thought we were going to have a match we get a roll up as the win that was the pinning combination baby but it does it does kind of protect marina it does. Clean. It annoys me, but it does. Marina's definitely somebody that has potential to be a uh, main event wherever she goes. Um, so maybe they're keeping that option open with this. Mm-hmm. But I definitely don't think she should have had this title match. Like, they should not have booked her. Because last we saw Marina, she lost to Jade Cargill. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense. Why would you lose to the mid-card champ and then get a match with the the main event champ? Then Yeah. Who would book that? There's so many women in the, in the AW roster. Give one of them a shot. Give fucking uh Oh, who's someone that doesn't it's not like a big player that give like uh the bunny yeah give the bunny a title shot penelope no penelope's injured um i, I always forget that yeah um, i do too give um um uh, talked a big game and now here i am 
Well, the bunny yeah. is a good one. Uh, Diamante. Remember her? That's a name. Or uh, Emi Sakura, if she's still around. Um, I mean, she's she's on Chakra Pro uh, again now, but I don't know if she's uh, if if she's also making appearances in AEW still. Um, give oh could have had fucking Abaddon. Yeah, she's been winning like crazy. Uh. I don't know, Jamie, no, save Jamie Hayter for, Layla Hirsch, no, she's injured, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, she, like, hurt her hip or something. Hmm, okay. Yeah, Marina, uh, Abaddon, or the bunny, one of those two. Because, unfortunately, the bunny's not going to get a serious feud against, uh, Thunder Rosa anytime soon. If ever. Or yeah. Abaddon, for that matter. Yeah. Um, so then we get an interview with the baddies. Um Stokely says last week we had an issue with Athena and we confronted Athena when Chris and Anna J or when Anna J and the other one got in the way. What what was the name he said? Oh god, Chris I didn't... Santander or something. Yeah. Um uh, so Red Velvet and Chris Statlander will have a match on Rampage. That's the short of it. Yeah. And Chris is probably gonna crush her again. And she'll face Jade. Do you think she'll beat Jade? I you know, I hate to say this because I do love Jade as the champion. I also really, really, really want Statlander to have something. Yeah. Um, I think she'll lose, though, just so that Athena can get that title. Yeah, I, you know, you make a point, because so it makes Yeah. Get a shot at it while it's still viable, because the moment it changes hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... I really want Chris to do something. I mean, Chris, there there is a good possibility Chris could get it. Like, we can't count her out just yet just because Athena showed up. Um, like, Athena could be the side player and Chris is the main character here. But we'll just have to see. Alright, so finally we have Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. Winner goes to Forbidden Door for a chance at the interim AEW championship. Yes. So we start with, I don't know what it's called. Um, William Regal says something along the lines of a Cornish hike. Um, and Regal is thrilled to see this move. I didn't see anything unique, what, what's, but I also just wasn't looking. What do you say the move was? It's, it's not what it's called. I can guarantee you that Maybe. much. I, I looked it up. Oh, okay. You looked it up. Yeah. Um, but apparently, uh, the the Cornish folk have a long history of wrestling. Hmm. Okay. So, um. Anyways, not the point. Uh, learned that one while I was looking it up, though. <laughs> um. We get a slap to Kyle. 
And that's basically all they try to do for like a hot minute. They just try to slap each other. And I was like, oh, okay, I love it. Um, we get a hammerlock on Kyle. He wants the Jujikatami, but um, which is just a fun way of saying armbar, I'm realizing. Um, but I can't help myself, and I like saying Jujikatami. Oh, was, um, was the Cornish hug? Maybe. Because Cornish hug is a real thing. And Isn't that's that? the closest thing to hike that I've that I've seen. Okay. That's fair. I, I'm on a Wikipedia page for Cornish wrestling throws and this shit is crazy. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. It's like they've got a whole history and I was like, oh damn. They've got moves called sprags. I didn't even know sprag was a word. That's my new guess for wordles from now on. I think that we need to start watching some more wrestling, Mark. <laughs> we don't even have time for stardom, but we're going to start watching Cornish wrestling. Cornish heaving, as they call it. Um, so yeah, uh, O'Reilly goes for the Jujikatami on Mox, but Mox gets free, pulls kind of a Danielson, stomps on the skull a little bit. Um, then we get um, a couple lariats against the buckles to O'Reilly. And a drop kick to the knee of Mox. Sort of slows the man down. Um, so at least slows him down enough to get a dragon screw on him. Um, we then, however, get a kick the leg of Kyle and then several headbutts. Um, and at this point, Mox is bleeding. And not because he bladed, which I thought was interesting. Um, we then get the hammerlock. Hmm? I said for once. Yeah. We then get the hammerlock choke on Kyle. But Kyle grabs the rope with his teeth and gets a nice kick to the ropes, launching the rope further into his mouth, which looked so fun. And then it looked like the top rope hit him in the forehead. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Very typical Kyle. Um, We then get the hammer and anvil elbows to Kyle, but he gets out. And then Mox, who has pulled out moves from Yuta, from Danielson, from the Cornish folk, later on from Regal. Pulls out a move from his WWE repertoire with an RKO out of goddamn nowhere. I think he's used it once before recently. I think so. Um, I don't know. I think it was in the Anarchy in the Arena, actually. I think um, so. I don't know. If he did, I wasn't. I didn't see that. Also, bit. apparently. You know the move, the snap mare? There's a, there's a variant called the flying mare, which we might have seen a couple times, which is a Cornish move. Very common move. is uh, turns out to be Cornish. Well, would you look at that? The Cornish folk. <laughs> Back at it again. Um, we then get a triangle sleeper on Mox from Kyle. Mox starts kind of powering down. Um... Kyle then, like, lets go for no good reason. We get a heel hook on Mox, and then Mox breaks that up with a close fist to the face of Kyle and a pile driver. Then they slap each other again for a little while um, until Kyle kicks and unloads. We get a Saito to Mox, but Mox kind of, like, powers up a little bit. And then we get a Saito to Kyle. um, And Kyle just kind of powers up a little bit. And then we get some lariats to one another. Mox gets the bulldog choke on Kyle, um, hits him with a couple of knees and then hits him with the regal knee. So nice. And and then finally we get the paradigm shift for Mox to win. 
not shocking still fun yeah yeah very fun match uh very exciting um the best part is kyle was not my first choice for that match and i'm glad he got uh he he got it would have loved andrade more though yeah i wasn't upset with this not in the slightest in general though andrade just needs more credit yeah. Dude's hella, hella fucking talented. You're not wrong. Yeah. Alright, so that's our recap. Liz, would you like to talk about the best of the night? I would like to talk about the best of a night. Alright, so let's talk about uh, promo of the night. And man, you had Eddie's promo, which was hilarious. Trent's promo with FTR was great because we got uh, United Empire involved. Um, um, I liked Hangman's promo with Cole, but I mostly just liked it for Cole and his response. Because just hitting Paige with reality. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, that's really it. I'm I'm partial to the the Trent FTR United Empire segment. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's talk about wrestler of the night now. Three options, and we're gonna be agreed. I know that for a fact. All right. So, ready. Are you ready? Yes. Sorry, sorry. Aye, aye, Captain. Kyle O'Reilly. That's a wrestler. Ray Phoenix. Or Andrade El Idolo. Uh, Kyle. No, we're not going to be agreed. Who were you going to say? I was going to say Andrade. That that yeah. overhead low blow. Yeah, that was dude, cool. Dude but like... killed it in that match. He also sold a shit ton for Phoenix and Kyle too. I don't know. I I loved Andrade in that uh, battle royal. But I do got to give credit to Kyle who pulled double duty and still wrestled a banger in the second match. I thought it would be Yuta because he hadn't really done very much in the in the Battle Royal, so I was like, oh, they're they're saving his energy for the main event. Probably so he could bleed a lot. No. No. Kyle just likes to abuse his body. Mm-hmm. So I'll go with you. Alright. Match of the night now. Also, I've reached uh over a thousand rated matches this year. Nice. Alright, so as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. So, match, worst match of the night. This wasn't bad by any means. It's just compared to everything else, wasn't as good. And that's Marina Shafir versus Thunder Rosa. Okay. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Six out of ten. Thought it was very fun. 
Um, the finish was a bit eh. Um, and it was on the shorter side, of course, because it's AEW. But this was still a ton of fun. Uh, next, 7 out of 10, Adam Page versus David Finley. Great, stiff fucking match. Loved it. Uh, next, 7 out of 10, Buddy Matthews vs. Pack. Not quite the banger we all expected, but it was still a ton of fun. Um, yeah. And these guys, it looked like they drained the hell out of each other. Even though it was probably just them selling, but it just goes to show how good they are at selling. Yeah. Next, 7 out of 10, the Casino Battle Royal. This was a fun Battle Royal, especially when it got to the final 5. Even maybe like the final 10. It was a lot of fun. Um, they, they did a really good job balancing keeping people busy on, on, like, on the edge of the ring and highlighting one or two people in the middle. I thought that yeah. was really well balanced. But it's nothing compared to the the match of the night, in my opinion. An eight out of ten, Kyle O'Reilly versus John Moxley. I cannot disagree. All right, so those are our bests of the night. I forgot to mention, if you have a question for us, please leave it in the chat now. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live or DM us on Twitter at pinfall podcast. Um, you can ask us anything, wrestling, non-wrestling, anything you want. But Liz, in case there's questions coming in now, uh, I have a question for you. With this whole tournament happening for the Atlantic Championship, if you had to book from promotions all around the world, an eight-man tournament, each, where each person is from a different country. What would you do? Uh, all right. Who would you book? So, the only one I'm going to give you a real match for is Danielson and Sabre Jr. Because that's I. That's all I want. So okay, you, that's all I'm fucking asking for. So you got an American, you got a Brit. Yeah, um, I'm not actually going to like tell you how. I book the other people okay but that's just the one match i can think of um you know for my mexican contingent i believe he's mexican i know he wrestles in mexico so i could be wrong but i think i want hijo del vikingo Ooh, okay okay i think that could be fun then so it's three Yep. Um, you know what? I'll give it to him. I'll let Robbie Eagles in. Is he Australia or New Zealand? I believe he's a Kiwi. Kiwi? Yeah. Then! Gotta think of some other wrestlers. <laughs> uh... You're forgetting. Oh, a lot well, of we'll Europe. put Kenta in. Kenta. We'll put Kenta right. in. Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Europeans. They exist. They do. There's a couple of them. Uh, the, Wrestling. Quite a few. 
Oh, well, we'll get, we'll get, um, Phineas. We'll get Phineas in there. He's Irish. Ireland. That's different. There you go. Um, let's get something funky, something fun. What other wrestlers are there? You want countries? Yeah, let's think of some countries. Um, Russia, Bulgaria, um, China, Italy, um, Netherlands. Um, I'm trying to not pick people that we've already talked about or people that are already in the. Right. Uh, Spain, France, um, Scotland. We could put Drew in there, but I feel like I've got so many. United Kingdomers. We got a uh, Canada. Are people from Canada? Who's from Canada? Ethan Page. Oh, well, we'll put Marina Shafir in because she's from, what is it, Romania? Is she? Like, is she actually yeah. from Romania? I think she was born in, uh, let me look at, I could, I, I know I'm getting the country wrong, but, or I, I might not be getting the country. Moldova, Moldova. Moldova. So are you? She was born in Moldova. Are you including Drew or not? Nah, yeah, okay. yeah, no. So you got seven. We'll get Moldova in there, and then we will get. I mean, they are not going to be booked together. I want this to be very clear that these two women will not be booked at, in the same match. They will be booked. Opposite sides of the bracket? Yeah. The bunny. Canada. Okay. Alright. Toronto, to be exact. Alright. I'm, uh, I'm surprised you left out, um, one, one very big wrestler from Russia, or is he from Russia or Ukraine? Uh, mm. Besiege Bar. Ilya Dragunov. Russia. Russia? Didn't think about him, actually, funny enough. You said Russia, and I said Layla Hirsch, and I was like, ah, she's in. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun tournament. We'll have to book yeah. it. Yeah. Get, get your money. We gotta pay these people. How doable is that? Find out their daily I'm thinking... Um, if... No, I'm not gonna say Um, because that's a weird thing to say. Um... Maybe it's something that I can uh, pull together in a uh, in two K twenty two. I I have been thinking of doing like a World Cup <laughs> in two K twenty two. Oh, we could both do World Cups because that'd be super fun. Yeah, yeah. And we've got some multicultural folks. Yeah, you've got Finn. I've got Buddy. I've got um Cesaro, Seamus. Yeah. Well, they're both Irish. Never mind. Sorry. Uh, Cesaro. I've got Kenny. He's Canadian. Surprised you didn't put Kenny in there. As your Canadian. I'm letting Kenny rest, okay? <laughs> um, uh, who the fuck else do I have in my roster? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, oh, I've got Asuka. You do have Asuka. But... Um, you can't 
In 2K22, you couldn't do uh, mixed matches. Yeah, let's not. It'll make me mad. Um, got Mansoor. And you have Mustafa. Uh, Mustafa is from Chicago. True. <laughs> um, Mansoor is at least actually from Saudi Arabia. Okay. Josh Alexander and Kushida. I've got. And I've got Legato. Um, I don't know who I've got. Because I don't have my paper in front of me. And I've got Bobby Fish from that weird land known as Albany. Hey, Liz, you want to close out the show? <laughs> also got Bobby Roode. Yeah. Isn't Bobby Roode Canadian? Yes. Okay. He, remember, he wasn't in WWE because he got trapped in Canada. Oh, that's right. Just like, uh... Didn't somebody else do that? Oh, uh, Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey got trapped in Canada in a different way. <laughs> trapped nonetheless. In a more legal sense of no, the word. Trapped nonetheless. Um, yeah, if you tune in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in tonight, thank you so much. Um, these episodes will be going up. These episode, This episode and last um, night's episode. No, last week's episodes are going up on Spotify tonight. Uh, this episode will probably go up on Spotify sometime this week. Um, so please tune in tomorrow for our Impact Show where we'll be talking about impact and the impact that it had on our days. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeehaw. Shit I put up with. All right, thanks so much for watching. Follow and subscribe all of our stuff. Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Pinfall Podcast. Um, I'm at the Mark Cameron on Twitter. Liz is at Eliza Elaine23. And we'll see you all tomorrow for Impact Wrestling. Remember to join us on Sunday for our Dominion, New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion post show. We'll be making our predictions for that tomorrow during our Impact review. Um, but again, thanks for watching. See you tomorrow. Bye bye.